Hi there, Ecclesia, and welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection podcast. My name is Danielle, and I am one of the interns on staff this year. Today, we're going to be reflecting on Psalm 23. And as I read this passage, I really invite you to block out any distractions as you are able and really meditate on these words. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I don't know about you, but when I read through this passage, I think one of the biggest things that stick out are the images of nature that really bring about this sense of peace. We have the green pastures, the still waters, the paths of righteousness. It kind of just reminds me of walking along a trail and just being there with God and enjoying a time of rest with Him. And that's really something I want to focus on today, this idea of rest and peace and specifically the sabbath and as we know early in the old testament god commands the israelites and his early israelite people to keep the sabbath holy and taking a sabbath is not only something that is commanded of us but it is also what we call a spiritual discipline Um, A spiritual discipline can be anything from intercessory prayer, meditation, taking a time of silence or solitude, but also taking a time of rest and enjoying a Sabbath. So I think that's one of the coolest things about the Sabbath is that it's not only a spiritual discipline, but it's also something God commands us to do. And it's not a command that comes out of anger or control, but it's a command of love that he wants us to be at rest from time to time. He wants us to enjoy our work and take pride in what we do, but also come to a place of recharging our souls and our physical bodies as well. But I also want to acknowledge that the Sabbath can be really difficult for some people, especially those who are working in school, have families and other responsibilities. It can be really hard when you're trying to carve out some time for yourself because you have so many people counting on you. But I want to encourage you with the fact that God knows you. He knows your circumstances. He knows your schedule. And he doesn't look at us through a lens of rules and dogmatics, but through a lens of love. 
And if we look at the life of Jesus, we can see that he had a time for everything. There was a time for work where he ministered and worked miracles, but there was also a time where he chose to be alone with God and would pray and rest. And he didn't get caught up in what the Pharisees were saying, but instead listened to the Father. He healed a blind man on the Sabbath in John chapter 9. And I think this just shows that he was obedient to God alone. He healed when God told him to heal, and he rested when God told him to rest. So I think one solid takeaway from this is that God doesn't care if your Sabbath is on a Sunday. Sabbath is gonna look different for everyone, and that's okay. We have really busy schedules and lives, so maybe it will be half of the day on Wednesday and the other half on Saturday. Maybe your Sabbath will include an at-home spa day with facials and candles and doing your nails, or maybe it'll look like taking a nature hike and getting coffee with a friend afterwards. Maybe your Sabbath will be a night out with your significant other or a night away from the kids. Um, especially for all those parents out there that are doing online learning, you guys definitely deserve a Sabbath. But the point I'm really trying to make here is that your Sabbath can look like pretty much anything, as long as you're doing what makes you feel rested and recharged. But I also want to encourage you to not neglect God in these times. Even when you're out and about, whether it's at the beach or with friends, take some time to be alone in your Sabbath and maybe try out some of the spiritual disciplines, meditation, different types of prayer, fasting, journaling, confession, solitude, gratitude, and even celebration. The list honestly goes on and on, and there are tons of disciplines that can fit your individual needs and interests. They're all a really great way to spend time with God in those days of Sabbath and just really recharge spiritually as well as emotionally. So as we come to the end of our time together, I hope you were able to gain a new understanding of rest and Sabbath, and hopefully you've started to think about what your next Sabbath could look like. But I would also love to pray over you as we come to a close of our reflection this week. Please pray with me. Dear Gracious God, I thank you that out of your love, you have called us to times of rest. I thank you for the words of Psalm 23 that call us to a place of peace and relaxation. We ask for the courage and discipline to make the time for our Sabbath and the eyes to see what a gift it can truly be to our spiritual lives. Please be with us in all that we do and remind us of your presence each day. In your son's precious name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Grace and peace to you, Ecclesiastes.